Let's Be Legendary podcast is a member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts ranging from true crime to nerd culture and convention news, please visit nerdandtie.com. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include adult language and mature themes. When entering Feylord's realm, keep these rules in mind. Bow to your host. Showing respect is polite. Bring them a gift. A treasure from your realm would please them. Never refuse a dance. Dancing is a tradition that cannot be broken. But most importantly of all, beware who you make an enemy. I will not even give him the sound of my voice. This is the Feywild West. Let's be legendary. So stepping through to the realm of Pale Shadows and going to Kalkanar, go ahead and give me your rolls. Well, first, how are my bunnies? They're doing fine. Okay. <laughs> Anybody show up out? Not recently. Good. Keep okay. it that way. Uh, so Talia tells you that since we have to pay an airship, do we know where the airship is located in Kalkanar? Did we like have, did we notice that? Or do we need to just be on the outside gates or something? I don't know. Uh, no, it's definitely inside the city, uh, as the city is built among several uh, stone spires. Right. And the air platform is built high up on those. Got it. Okay. Oh, I have to make my checks. You here. have to make your yeah. checks, yeah. Okay. 20? Dirty 20. Okay, that works. Constitution? Three. Slave. On the die. Like, so... so. You gain a level of exhaustion. Oh, but the door opens, yeah. The door opens, yep. You got your crystals. Yeah, I'm going to use my crystals. Yeah, so we should, um, um, we need to take an airship, yes? Well, wait, what happened? Why Why did we leave like that? Airship, yes. Are you, everything okay? Anything happened to you? No. Uh, okay. You'll tell me later, though. All right. Well, yes, we need to take an airship. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's concentrate on that. <laughs> Talia gives Renal like a look. Like, Wait. okay, you you're noticing this too, right? She nods. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drop it. All right. Well, we all three don't have caps of disguise. It's gonna be only two of us that one of us can hide in the door. Oh, two of us can hide in the door. Two of us, so only one person's actually going to go up. Then we only have to buy one ticket. <laughs> All right. Let's find a dark corner somewhere that we can stick everybody in the door in the air conditioning. <laughs> I am still looking like Finn. Mm-hmm. I look like Lorelai. Who wants to go purchase a ticket? I'll do it. I'll do it. Coming from the old city to Kalkanar, the differences are stark. Even the less wealthy areas are still more 
properly built structures than just like the ramshackle houses that were built out of ruined stone. But you find a place to put the doorknob and get Celine and Renal in. So once I have the door and they are securely in, I am going to go purchase a ticket. Guidance. Yeah, actually, thank you. Good luck. Thank you. So you make your way to the airship docks, which are high up on a spire. Now, here's... You just like torture and read, don't you? I mean, hey, I'm actually going to give you a little bit of a good thing here. There is no elevator. Oh, okay. So stairs. Not quite stairs. A winding path. But there are also carts going up and down. And wagons taking people up and down. Okay, that's not that bad. Thank you. That is nice of you. They don't have the resources of iron that they do up north. You do see these gilded platforms moving up and down via arcane means. But you can tell that they are for very wealthy people that choose not to take the winding path up. I'll take the winding path up. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) You're not fancy. No. Not not at all. Not today, anyway. Not today, no. In fact, apparently today I'm being cheap, so... (laughs) You're always cheap. I know, but... Save that money for our friends. Anyway, once we get up there, would uh, purchase the ticket? So you get up there and there are a couple of airships. Now you've seen airships a couple times up north. And they're very functional. Some of them are kind of small and they all have balloons above them that keep them aloft via natural gas. <sighs> that is mined from within the mesa of Airpike itself. Right. These do not have massive balloons above them. These are suspended in the air with these giant chunks of gemstone with several golden bands swirling around them. One at the rear of the ship and one at the prow of the ship. So it's a powered by magic. Nice. Great. I thought that was the cat. No, that was just Talia making scared husky noises. And the ships themselves are these works of art. As wood is a scarce resource, it is embellished to the finest degree of craftsmanship. Are they made of stone? No, wood. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is wood, but since it is a luxury resource, Mm, essentially, it is put to the best possible aesthetic use. Uh, I gotcha, I gotcha, okay. As you get up there, you see dock workers going to and fro, and what you realize is actually the majority of the people up here are workers of some kind. People either that work on the airships or work on the docks. There are very few people in the way of passengers, and those that are, are pretty finely dressed. Um. And how are you dressed, Finn? Like someone who's, um, you know, been traveling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> These are merchants, wealthier merchants that are having goods transported from here to Breakpeak. As you are listening, you're hearing names of cities that are even further south, beyond the desert, into the southern jungles. I was going to say, isn't this like swathes of 
Throws the most south in the Confederacy. In the Confederacy. These are doing outside trade. Wow. There isn't like a corner anywhere, is there? No. Fuck. Why? I was gonna alter my disguise a little bit to make me look fancier, but um, I guess if this doesn't work, I could just go back down and uh, try again. Try again, and I'll look haughty or something. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see what I got with this. So. Is there someone that looks like they're given tickets or something like that? Um, is there a ticket booth? Yeah, is there a ticket booth? There is no ticket booth. Uh, you do see a small building up here that is labeled uh, Dock Management that has a lot of people going to and fro with like paperwork, uh, manifests, a couple merchants approaching to like hire one of the airships for a specific journey. You do see that one of the airships is going to break peak. I'm just going to head over to that. Actually, because okay. I don't have any manifests or anything. I, yeah, I'm going to go over to the one that is labeled to go to Break Peak. Okay. And just see what happens. Okay, yeah. At the gangplank, there is a member of dock management there checking things as goods and materials are taken on and off. And he stops you as you're about to head up the gangplank. I'm sorry, can I help you? I would like to go to Break Peak. Is this the location? To purchase a ticket. Tick, ticket. You don't purchase ticket. Who are you? My name is Finn. Who are you? I do not see you on the manifest. Are you crew or are you... I'm a walk-in. <laughs> I'm a will call. You sure are a walk-in. <laughs> I'm about to be throwing you yeah. off this building. <laughs> Well, how about you try a walk-in the other way? Do you not have tickets to purchase? (sighs) No. These ships are hired to transport goods and those serving under the 12. Do you have a seal? Uh, Oh, we have that paper. (gasps) Yeah, okay. Yeah, we got the seal off of that one guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. The first guy we killed. (laughs) Then we came down here. We take out the letter. It's got his name scratched out, and it just says Finn. Well, actually, the seal doesn't have any. Like, doesn't have his name. Yeah, I won't try that. So I take out the seal that we got from the guy, and I hand it over. He like snatches it a little rudely and looks down at it, and immediately his eyes just widen at it before he straightens and hands it back to you. I am. So sorry, sir. I did not realize that you were uh, a favored. Please, come come aboard at your leisure, sir. I rudely snatched the seal back. <laughs> Thank you. We have a favored. Nice. Internally, she's like freaking out. She's like, oh shit, we killed somebody important. <laughs> we sure did. Oh, please don't let this quiet us in the ass. Why not? It'd be fun. So, yeah, walk aboard. Is that guy, like, watching me? He watches you for a little bit. As you go, he just... Oh, okay. Well, that is another thing to add to my day. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) Poor guy got that he was rude. Yeah, I know, but he also probably has a shitty life. I don't care. He He was rude. Okay, yeah, rude is a death sentence. Not a death sentence. Just a shitty life sentence. 
You deserve a shitty life. No, I hope you have a bad day. Well, he's already having a bad day, so which fucking granted? I will be fair to him. His situation was he is doing a job that he is paid probably way too little to do. (laughs) And had someone come up to him and ask for something that he is not allowed to give out. It's like somebody coming up to a McDonald's and asking, do you sell iPhones here? It's like someone come pulling up to the Met Gala and is like, how do I buy a ticket? Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you have to give me f- to go to the Met Gala, Otto Wintour herself has to fucking invite you. Yeah. Okay, well, got away with that. I think I'm going to wait till the thing's in the air to let those two out. Is there a place like sit? Stepping aboard the airship, you are expecting like some kind of wobbly thing because it's something floating in the air. Yeah. It is as steady as solid ground beneath your feet. There's people loading things into an open cargo bay that's in the middle of the ship. People walking down. There's a hoist that people are lowering crates into below deck. Uh, You also see to your right a cabin space with several doors that are currently standing open. Wonderful. Are we just I'm just gonna grab one. (laughs) Or are they assigned? You head inside and immediately the heat of the sun vanishes to a not cold, but temperate oh, climate. That's going to oh, be nice. air conditioning. <laughs> that's going to be nice. And inside is very luxuriously furnished. There's a lounge area and you already see some of the merchants already sitting and there's some wait staff. One comes up to you and seeing that you are on the ship automatically assumes that you know, you're supposed to be here. Absolutely. <laughs> That's Excuse- me. Supposed to be here. Yep. Excuse me, sir. How can I help you? I require a room. Of course, sir. How many are traveling with you? Three, including myself. All right, Uh, if you will come right this way. And they will lead you down a short hallway to a narrow door. They're like berths. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And uh, he will take you to a berth with four bunks in it, or four four beds in bunks. Yeah, yeah. Now, it is kind of cramped, but it's like cruise ship cramped kind of of situation. Like, even luxury liners still have, like, really compact. Yeah places, which makes sense with, you yeah. know, it's, no, it's like, this is meant for sleeping, and then the lounge area is, is where you are during the day, and... Nope, that's perfect. Yeah. Uh, Renal is not as recognizable, so I'm guessing she'll be safe, whereas Celine and I might stand out just a little bit so we can wear the caps, but, you know, at least we can come and go. Yeah. Does he check for the seal? No, he doesn't. Like okay. I said, he assumes you're supposed to be here. Damn right, yes. yeah. Yeah, that's me. Finn Mick's supposed to be here. Yep, definitely supposed to be here. A plus percent. We should be underway uh, within the hour. I very much appreciate it. He stands there waiting. I- <laughs> <laughs> oh, tipping culture. Fuck, what is a good tip? Fen's kind of stupid. You can, you could ask. What would be an appropriate amount to tip you? They seem taken aback by the question, but most, I think the most generous tip I have ever received was five silver. Talia as Finn blinks and thinks this must be the shittiest job 
and hands the man ten gold. They just stare at it. Please leave. Do you require anything at all, sir? I would like to be alone for a little while, if that's all right. Of course, sir. If you need anything at all... You, you just, just made li- yourself a new friend. <laughs> you just ask for Zeke. Zeke, thank you. They leave. <sighs> as soon as they leave, Talia takes the biggest breath, like... <gasps> okay. Made it. Can I lock the door? Yes. Okay, she locks the door. And uh, just kind of waits there for the... She wants to wait until they're moving and, mm-hmm. like, off before she lets everybody out. Yeah. And true to Zeke's word, in about an hour, there's uh, some calls, some chimes that sound, and you feel a gentle lurch forward as the airship starts to move. However, there is no swaying, there is no rocking, just a gentle velocity forward. Okay, as soon as we are moving for about 20 minutes, I go in the house and take off the cap. All right, we're underway. Wow, Billy? Yeah. Oh, nice job. How'd it go? Scary. Oh, yeah? Yeah, explain what happened. Whoa, yeah, you just made yourself a best friend. I'm just glad that seal worked. Otherwise, we would have had to be fancy and pull some maneuvers. Oh, I could have just flown up to the airship when it took off and put the doorknob on the hole. Well, I'm really glad you didn't do that. Because then I'd have to look outside and see space. Yeah, what do we see outside? Is it just the inside of the room? Looking out from the door, yeah. It's just, it's just the inside of the uh, the small uh, four bunk berth. There's but, a lounge in, down the hallway with a bar. But we're flying? Yeah. Woo! Put on my cap of disguise, become Lorelei, mm-hmm. and go out to explore. Perfect distraction. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out. There are um, other merchants that are arranging their berths as they know this is going to be a couple day journey. And some are out in the lounge enjoying the wait staff and the bar. In the lounge area, there are several windows that look out and you see the desert passing beneath you. Wow. I want to go up on deck. Okay. There are two ways to go on deck. There's out to the front, which is where like the most of the crew are maintaining the ship's functions and making sure that everything's going on fine up there. And then there is the upper deck where the captain's quarters, essentially the, the command cabins are. Mm. And then above that is the upper deck where the steering of the ship and the, the piloting of the ship is done. I just want to stand on the deck in so I can see the desert. Okay. Uh, so you head out towards the front. You get some looks as the crew look at you like it's not unusual, I guess. It's just not very common yeah. for the merchants to come out on this side. Well, good for you. I'm a tourist. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, looking out below you, you, you see Kyle Kanar, the spire, disappearing in the, in the distance. Oh, the uh, reflective surface of the glass palace sparkling. Hi, bitch. Is there a railing? Oh, yeah. I'm going to sit on it. At some point soon after that, a crew member comes up to you. Excuse me, madam, forgive the intrusion, but that is not safe. Maybe not for you. 
Wow, already, huh? Hey, I'm trying to distract myself. It is a long way down. I look down. No, it is. Oh my god, get <laughs> off. <laughs> he says something in Kanar Common that you barely catch as stupid rich people <laughs> as he walks away. Paladin, I didn't catch that. You're an idiot. No, he just continues walking away. Okay. So I sit up there for a while, just enjoying the wind in my air and yeah. the just breathtaking view. What are you doing? Hiding? I think Talia stays below. Actually, she goes back in the house mm-hmm. and spends some time with Adrian and taking care of the horses and making sure. How is Adrian? She's recovering from a traumatic event still, and she either is huddled in her room uh, with socks and her stuffed animals, or else clinging to you. I think I mostly spend time with her. I don't go so far as to sleep in the hallway again, but at night, I think I bring her into our room with her cat Mm -hmm. and let her sleep with us Mm -hmm. for a little while until she wants to go back to her room. Yeah. Um, but since we're going to be here for four days, I just use this time to, like, hang out with her. Okay. Uh, take care of the horses. I don't really go <laughs> in the boat too often. <laughs> but I'm sure Celine is making use of Zeke. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Once Zeke learns, who, like, you're with uh, Finn, mm-hmm. uh, they are very, very attentive. Hmm. Yeah, just just feel free to tip them. Mm. A lot. They have a shitty job, I can tell. I also spend some time with Adrian, but the time that Talia spends taking care of the horses, I spend time in the lounge. Okay. And uh, yes, I do make very good use of Zeke. Uh-huh. And I tip quite well. Not quite as well as Talia did. I mean, but... you're still tipping in gold mm-hmm. as compared to silver. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. I also... This place is full of rich people, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to lead some cows. Ooh, okay. Oh, you haven't done that in a while. I know. The merchants here are very wealthy people, and wealthy people tend to be very similar no matter where you go. (laughs) Reminds you a lot of the ferry ride in District 1. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like... The luxury ferry. Yeah, yeah, when ferry, there was a ride with ferries. The boat trip up the Salvation. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, I took a lot of gold from those fucks, so I'm going to take as much gold from these fucks as I can. They'll happily have you read their cards. Mm-hmm. Most of them ask, like, questions of how certain deals are, uh, like, trade deals are going to pan out. Or if their wife in Breakpeak will learn about her wife in Calcanar. Dumbass of cows, she's going to find out. <laughs> Which is why I don't tell them that I said that nice out, but I'm like, hey, <laughs> stupid. Anything, any gold I get, I put right back into the pockets of the warehouse. So Zeke gets a good good chunk of the whatever gold I make. I don't need um, it. I'm just there for fun. I am actually going to say you get no gold. Oh, damn. As these merchants, they consider you to be of a level with them. You're traveling with them. I don't get any them. tips? No, tips no why me? would they tip someone who's as wealthy as they are? Because I'm providing a service and entertainment. Well then, Zeke gets my gold. But whatever, I'm still having fun messing with people. Yeah. And I definitely mess with them. I use some theology to, like, liven things up a bit. But when I'm not in the lounge messing with people, I'm in the house spending time with my family. Okay. 
You also, while in the lounge, catching some views of the desert beneath you, catch sight of giant worms in the southern deserts. Ooh. Bigger than the one that you killed in the wastes. Neat. You even see one that surfaces for only a moment that is so big that you are convinced it could swallow buildings. Nice. I bet it would take us longer than 18 seconds for that one, yeah? Oh, yeah, probably. Even us. I I think during the nighttime I'm alright to come out because I can't see as much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I probably, one of the nights I, I go up deck and look out. Yeah. One of the merchants comments that you spend an awful lot of time in your bunk. I like being alone. (laughs) Fair enough. And it smells in here. And I look at the pipes people are smoking. Yep. A lot of tobacco smoke and other smoke. But then I walk past them. I don't want to talk to these people. (laughs) A lot of incense, too, actually. Yeah. Yeah, Telly's senses are like, I don't like being up high, and I really don't. There's a lot of smells. There's lots of things. I don't like it. But she goes out during the night and takes a look around one of the nights and just is breathing in some fresh air. And since it's dark, she can't really see much below, so it's not as scary. Celine's up top. Hey, how you doing? Good. Can't believe you're up here. It's night. Yeah. Can't say much. Yeah, it, uh, it's not as far to fall at night. Wow, you just came right out and said that, I huh? sit on the railing. Celine! Who? Uh, Lorelai, get down, please. Why? Because... What happens if you fall and then magically come right back up? I do those things that dads like to do where, where she p- pretends to, like, stumble a little bit, like, woof. I'm good. And she helps off. Okay, 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 okay. Come on, we're almost there. Yeah. We're almost there, almost done with all of this. <sighs> yeah. You nervous? I don't know. I'm something. It feels like we've been doing this forever. And now it's... There might be a light at the end of the tunnel. This could be the end of it. I don't know how to feel. I spent 20 years looking for these people. About to tie up the last loose thread. How should I feel? Celine shrugs and shakes her head. I don't think there's a right or wrong way to feel. I'd be worried if you didn't feel anything. I feel something, but... Feeling too much all at once and have no words to put to it? Sounds about right. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> I know. Thanks for sticking with me through all this. I know it's been a handful. It's been fun. (laughs) Sometimes it has not been fun. Most of the time it has been fun. Adrian's doing a little better. Yeah. I'm good. I was worried about him. Yeah, same. But She's a tough little kid, so. She is. She'll be okay. Yeah. She'll be okay. I guess we're getting into port tomorrow. Yeah. And then what? And then we go asking around. Some of the saloons might have seen him. It's always a good place to start for information. Yeah. We well, was hoping he's still in Break Peak. Well, if he's not, we'll find him. Wherever he's gone to. 
Yeah. I'm gonna go get some sleep. Yeah. Tally, before you head down, I want you to give me a perception check. 16? You're about to turn away from looking out into the desert and something in the distance catches your eye. A large dark shape moving among the sand dunes lit by moonlight. A massive canine-like creature. Wolf shape except lankier. A dire jackal. Do you see that? Wow. As it sees the airship passing by, it sits and watches and lets out a high-pitched whine of a howl. Anybody on deck? Not at this time. Look at you, Talia. Keep an eye out. Yeah. Talia shifts into a wolf and lets out her own howl. Farther out in the distance, there are other howls. She shifts back <laughs> so nobody sees. I was kind of hoping someone would come up and be like, oh, and I could be like, how dare you say something mean about my dog? Don't you know I'm one as a favor? <laughs> I'm glad we're going on soon. But this Tuxley is not without its charms. Well, it's so damn hot. It might not be so bad. And high. Like, we have desert up in District 1, but not like this. We still get rain. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't mind visiting if I wasn't wanted. I think that we're going to be wanted forever. I think, yeah. I think we're going to be wanted down here for a while, though. Yeah, yeah. I think think we kind of, like, shot ourselves in the foot with that. Yeah, well, to be fair, they deserved it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The owner. <laughs> Celine, I will say something you have heard more of talking to the merchants here is that a lot of business is taken to Breakpeak because it is out from under a large portion of the Twelve's influence. Mm. Ah. A lot of trade is taken there where there are far fewer tariffs Liz- and taxes. Lizzie Fair. Yeah. But as you... Head back inside, wind kicks up a little bit, and the smell of salt and seawater are on the air. You've probably never smelled that. I haven't. I've never been to the ocean before. That is an interesting smell. I'm excited to see the ocean. I hope we get to see the ocean. You want to hear something kind of funny? What? The smell kind of reminds me of the River King. Makes sense. Not quite, but very close. Yep, makes sense. Zone brand. Well, here's hoping it's better than the River King. I like the River King. Be nice. He's fine, I guess. He's my friend. Be nice. Okay. You spend your final night in the house aboard the airship. Yeah. But when you come out in the morning, you see the ocean on the horizon stretching out. Just sparkling blue. Wow. From this height, you can see far out into it. I didn't know it was this big. And you see ships sailing up and down the coastline. Uh, you can even see from here that the coast cuts across the horizon to the west. 
before it just disappears off into the horizon and mountain ranges. To the southeast, you see that there are even more mountains, but the ocean does not travel as far along to the east as the land uh, continues further south into another continent. You are rapidly approaching the city of Breakpeak. It is built in a literal break between two mountain ranges that spread east and west and is partially built up the side of one of the mountains, which is where the airship is headed to. Got it. I'm just staring out at the ocean. You also, if you're paying any attention to it, the airship docks as you're approaching, you see other kinds of airships. You see some that are balloon-like, Uh, similar to the ones that they have up in District 1, you see some that don't seem to have any mechanism holding them aloft, magical or mechanical, but are still just suspended in air with billowing sails that they use to propel themselves forward. There's even one that looks a a little dangerous. It's largely made of metal and has these large cylinders on either side of it that as it launches from the dock, belches fire as it hurtles through the sky. I'm really glad we got on that one. Whoa. A rocket. (laughs) That's that's a rocket. That's a dangerous one. The airship docks and immediately the crew starts to unload goods and uh, loading other things. You notice that they're actually unloading a lot of luxury type goods, Mm -hmm. like textiles, spices, gold, things like that, and are unloading things like steel, wood, and other supplies that aren't as plentiful in Kalkanar. Where's Zeke? Zeke is going about their duties, making sure that, you know, people are well taken care of as they are getting off the ship. Zeke. Yes? Come here. They come over. Do you enjoy this job? Please be honest. Roll a persuasion at disadvantage. (laughs) Double 11. Um, 15. Okay. They smile, but kind of look around. It certainly beats more physical labor, but... To be perfectly frank, you have been the most pleasant guest I have encountered for some time. Finn nods and is looking very stoic. Finn does not smile. (laughs) Finn is not capable of smiling, I think. I see. I would hate this job. Finn then hands this person 2,000 gold. Please retire. Thank you for leaving me alone and taking care of my wife. Oh, I'm your wife now. And my friend. No, no, it's fine. We can we can add that to the story that we got married. I mean, we were fucking on the side. Definitely. Mm. I can add that to my fan fiction. <sighs> so I... They stopped. They were about to say that they can't accept this and then realize that they could take this money and retire. Fan, where are you? Coming. You just leave them before they can make up their mind on anything to say. Then where is my parasol? The sun is out. I come over. You don't have a parasol. 
Fen, where is my shades? The sun is out. Fen takes out the plank. No, no, you are the shade. I know. Oh. Finn stands next to her. Thank you. <laughs> and so does Renal, probably on yeah. the other side. Yeah. So here you notice something interesting almost immediately. Aside from the heat, which is oddly less. The cool wind coming off the ocean keeps the temperature here a bit nicer. I was hoping for that. <laughs> it's always cool in near the lakes. It, it is still hotter than up north, than up in District 1, but not the quite unbearable beating sun. Mm-hmm. You also get the idea that here actually gets quite a bit of rain as the wind from the ocean will blow clouds in, and then the mountains stop that wind from progressing too much further inland. Mm-hmm. So this is what's causing the desert. <laughs> rain just doesn't blow up from the south enough. One thing you notice immediately on the airship dock, the amount of people of various classes. It's not just workers and rich people. There are dock workers, there are merchants, there are passengers coming and going off of ships that look like they come up from the south. You see all sorts of different people around, several orcs. You see a group of people that are a lot more serpent-like in appearance with smoother scales than uh, Dragonborn that seem to like glisten as if they are oiled. Try not to stare at people. And also several people that do have wings, but they are, the bird qualities go beyond the wings. Mm, Got it. (laughs) As they are completely feathered and have beaks as well. The city is a large trade port, not up just to Kalkanar, but to cities to the south. This is one of the larger ports to the southern jungles and also places across the ocean as well. You know, the way they talk about it in District 1, it's like they always make it seem like the Confederacy is like all that exists. Yeah, I've always gotten that impression. Well, that's really silly, isn't it? It really is. There's an entire, like, planet, as it were. There's a lot more than the Confederacy, and the Confederacy tends to only think about itself. Well, that's silly. Why would anybody do that? Stares at the camera in America. (laughs) So you disembark the ship and make your way down into the city. Now, this also has no weird platforms or mechanical things to take you up and down. This is just a natural road down the mountainside. Talia's shoulder like, good for you. So ditching the disguises? Yeah. I I still keep the wings hiding. I'm also not paying as much attention to making sure that they don't bump into people. Mm -hmm. I don't really care. Okay. I just don't want to be stared at for once in my life. Mm-hmm. Also, then if someone really pisses me off, I can accidentally bump into them with a wing. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping my hat to hand, though, in case we need to make some quick ones. Yeah. Uh, so you make your way down into the city, and this place is is very interesting, especially when it comes to like the architecture, because it is a blend of several different styles. You can kind of tell what the old city was, was probably a dwarven settlement at some point built into the mountain, but a lot of that has either been built onto or replaced with these kind of swooping structures, these structures that have tall 
peaks to them. Things that in event of an avalanche or rock slide or anything like that would safely direct debris away from houses. As you get into the lower city, you see kind of a mix of that sandstone architecture you saw in Kalkanar, but a lot more wood being used and a lot more quarried stone as well as they're actually able to take from the mountains. So a lot of the same like style of architecture with different materials. Why couldn't we have started here? Yeah, right? This is what I say. Yeah. Mostly because it's not as hot. Not as hot. The ocean's pretty and the twelve can't get us. Actually, that's something I'd be looking out for. Are we getting the same type of like authority figures or um, is there like 12 propaganda? I don't know. Was there that much of it? Yeah, there was. There mm-hmm. were like fucking buildings dedicated to them. You do not see any of that here. In fact, the last thing you notice as you're leaving like the airship docks is that the um, ship from Kalkanar is remaining kind of isolated. Uh, You don't see the crew from the ship interacting a lot with the other people. They go about their business and then they come back. Mm, Okay. As you make your way down into the lower city, it's a lot like Airpike with just the bustle of the city without that extreme divide of like the upper Mesa Mm -hmm. and the lower city. Right. I got to say, it's kind of nice here. Yeah, it's okay. It's a city. It's just compared to Kalkanar. Well, yeah, everything is better compared to Kalkanar. Because we're wanted in Kalkanar. Yeah, uh, we wanted you. Uh, You don't see any wanted posters for you. There's actually kind of a lack of wanted posters anywhere. (laughs) I thought you were going to say, Rinal has one. Like, what Um, the fuck do you do? You also don't see any of buildings or anything dedicated to the Twelve. Okay. You do see other statues in public squares and things like that. But they're more like founders of the town kind of thing. Okay, we gotta start somewhere. Is there like a shady side? Is there, I don't wanna say a poor district. Um, is there a district, Is there or is there an area that is not- More modest. More modest, like where locals might hang out for like a cheap drink. I don't think Brown would be hanging out. Or, or would he? Would he be hanging out? He doesn't have a lot of money anymore. He's got to be spending it. I think we should start right here. Find the nearest saloon, see if I think that's as good a start as any. All right, let's find a saloon then. Okay. So you go around and you find a tavern. The first one you come across is one that's really close to the air docks and it gets a lot of traffic in and out. It's actually quite a large establishment with a inn that does a lot of trade people ordering food, drink, massive bar along the back side of the wall. Ooh. Oh, damn it. Yeah, you're not drinking nothing. <sighs> I have water juice. Bartender? So water uh, yeah, bartender behind the counter is an elf. Her long blonde hair pulled up into an intricate bun at the back of her head as she washing out some glasses, taking drinks, moving very swiftly and a bit showily as well as she tosses bottles around and makes mixed drinks. I get her attention. And how can I help you? We're looking for an associate of ours. Maybe he passed this way. I'm gonna be honest, a lot of people pass through here. I see uh, hundreds of people in a day. Who are you looking for? I describe Brown and then add, he might be trying to sell something to people. This is a port town. <laughs> oh, you're new. 
lots of people trying to sell everything. She thinks about the description. Okay, uh, actually though, yeah, y- uh, yeah, the accent, kind of a creep. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. a creep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yeah, okay, I remember him, month- the reason I remember him is he was kind of handsy. Cows. Had to have one of the boys toss him out. Good on him. When was that? Oh, God, that was a couple of months back. Months. Yeah, no, he, I, I do remember he was coming in, like, acting like he was some hot shit, throwing a bunch of money around. Uh, yeah, that sounds like him. Do you know where he went? Any months ago, does he still in town? I have no idea. That night was the last I saw him. I'm sorry. I, I guess you know he was here, but... No, that that that's something. I put a gold down. Thanks. She swipes it up. Uh, no problem. Uh, get you anything to drink? Uh, no, we're, we're going. Milwaukee. All right, well, at least we know he was in town. Yeah, months ago. Talia's looking a little frustrated. Let's just go through as many drinking holes as we can and see if anyone recognizes him. If he's trying to set up shop down here, do you think the local dock workers might know something? We can ask. We'll start with the airship dock workers and then move down to the port dock workers. Okay. Go ahead and give me first an investigation check and then a persuasion check. Eight and twelve. Natural twenty. And a ten. I investigated really well. Yes. So, and actually, give me one final check. uh, An insight check. Another ten. Twenty-two. Okay. You're asking around first up at the air docks and nobody there really seems to remember him. Uh-huh. It's like even more of a blur from them because it's just they interact mostly with cargo. That being the case, I would ask if any things they'd seen branded as brown. With Talia's smooth talking, smoother talking, you managed to get one of the dock workers to check a couple manifests and a couple crates marked as LB goods did come through here a couple months back. Again, a couple months. There is an address as to where those crates were sent. Where? Oh, we go there. A warehouse close to the seaside docks. Okay, that, that was our next stop, so we're on the right track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making your way down through the city, you come to the portside docks, and this is just as busy as the sky docks. Whew. Lots of coming and going and all sorts of ships. That is a lot of fish. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I didn't realize that the ocean would be so stinky. (laughs) Yo, do you want some linen? No, I'm all right. At at the lower docks, you come to the warehouse and try talking to the people there, and the people there are immediately a bit more cagey. With the insight checks you gave me, Talia, you especially, you get the feeling that a lot of not-so-legal goods come through this part of the port. Good for them. You get the feeling that some of these people might be a bit more interested in helping if their pockets were a little heavier. Oh, okay. If I get that impression, then I do folk out some gold. Mm Mm-hmm. To, to sweeten the deal. I mean, I have a hot uh, barbarian and a hot wife with me. Kit, doesn't that count for something? 
I mean, are, do you want to roll intimidation? Not really. <laughs> um, well, I mean... Not yet. Save it. Yeah, let's save, save it. For, it. Save, save it for it. when you get really frustrated when your gold stops working. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll start with the gold. See okay. if that works. You actually managed to get into the warehouse and talking with some of the workers there. Those crates were gone over a month ago. Do they remember who claimed them? With some help to their memory. How much am I forking out for this? Yeah. Go ahead and I'd say mark off a good a good hundred gold pieces. Jesus, okay. You get that the crates were stored here for a while. Uh, apparently they held some sort of valuable trade good. The manager vaguely remembers maybe some firearms, tobacco products, things that are usually pretty well regulated uh, within the city here. At least the sale of is pretty well regulated. And so these would disappear in batches as the crates were eventually emptied. Mm. He doesn't have any real recollection of who was coming and going. Certainly not the person you described to him. Do you have a description of, the, of that person? It was several different people that would come and get the crates. Do you have They're descriptions coming. of all those people? He thinks about it. Well, they did have these uh, leather armbands. Numbers four and two on them, yeah. And look at Talion. Gods. Do you know anything about that? Thinks about it. I think... I think there's a bar called 42 Stallions. Look at Talion. What a terrible name. Where is that located? It's on like the... uh, on the west side of town, on the lower side, he'll give you directions. We had that direction in lieu of anything else. Okay. Uh, so you get to the building. It's in an older part of the city. This is part of like the old dwarven settlement that used to be here. Um, and it's a very low building with a faded sign on the outside that says... 42 stallions, and it has, on the outside of the building are, you presume, 42 paintings of different horses. Okay. Branding. Going in there, Mm -hmm. we ask about someone with Brown's description or some, or people with an armband. You go inside and immediately the smell of tobacco and beer just waft over you as you step into this room that goes down a couple steps. It's very dimly lit. There are pool tables. <laughs> a seedy bar. It's, Got it. This is a, a seedy dive bar kind of situation. Flynn sees the pool tables and chuckles to herself. <laughs> hey, remember when I made that guy piss himself? Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a good time. Uh, go ahead and make me another investigation check. Five. Not one. No one here knows anything. And from the look of the building and the name and the bartender, this place has been here for forever. It's just a coincidence. It's just a coincidence. Okay. Um, back at square one. How close is this place to the docks? Not close, but not far either. Let's go back to the docks and start asking around at those mm-hmm. saloons and taverns and see if there's anything. Okay. Yeah. 
Go ahead and give me an investigation check. Again, a, a combination of an investigation check, charisma check, and insight check. Oh no. 16, three, natural 20. Okay. So that was okay for investigation. investigation, shit for charisma, but then 20 for persuasion? Insight. Insight. Okay. Seven for investigation, 16 for charisma, and four for insight. No, six for insight. Six for insight? Okay. So asking around the docks, you don't get anywhere really, but it's different. A couple people you ask, Celine, you get the distinct impression that they're either lying or not telling you the entire truth. Hmm. I switched to Nightspeak. I don't think they're telling us the whole truth, if not outright lying. On the ones that she's getting that from, I'm going to switch to Intimidation. Okay. Roll Intimidation. God damn it! <laughs> What'd you get? Nat one. Ugh. I'm ferocious, damn it. Yep. In a completely strange place, dealing with people that you have no reputation with. Does gold work? You try gold and they turn it down. Why? This happens for several bars. People refusing information. You think that they're hiding something and try to either intimidate or bribe and they turn you down. So is that like a good thing or a bad thing? Like, are they hiding brown or they just don't like us because we're new? Does it matter? They're not giving us information. Yeah, but there's a difference. Maybe we could ask them. Well, I'd assume I won't be very blunt about it. (laughs) So what what do you ask? Eventually, I'd probably get frustrated and, and basically ask, do all of you know this person and are hiding him or is it just us looks at you and shrugs don't know who you're talking about (sighs) all right let's just try the next place yeah and this happens for the next several hours as you get into the evening at this point we have probably tried everything Mm -hmm. we have tried to be nice we have tried bribing we have tried intimidation. I have tried to be flirty. <laughs> I have tried to scare people. I've had Renal be flirty. I've had Renal intimidate. I've tried to be flirty. That was the disaster. We're, we're not going to talk was, about that. That was one. so funny. We're not going to talk about that. Um, nothing. We 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 hit just nothing, nothing. Nothing. No information. You went from the warehouse straight into a brick wall. What time is it? And it's probably closing in on, like, seven at this point. Ugh, I need a drink. You are not having a drink. I know, and I won't have one, but I need one. Tally, like, kicks the door that they're leaving. Uh-huh. And, like, busts out into the street. I at least need to sit down. You're actually back up close to the air docks again. <sighs> having gone in almost a full circle. Take out my cows. Pull two Knight of Cups. And the Seven of Cups. What does that mean? The Knight of Cups represents a person who fancies themselves very romantic. A classic gentleman. Often acting with 
compassion and altruism, but mostly just very well. And the Seven of Cups represents opportunity and choices. So what do you make of that? I have no idea. I'm at a loss. He could have already left. I want a drink. I know I can't have one, but I would like to at least sit at a bar and pretend that I have something with alcohol in it. All right, all right. Renal, you want a drink? After the day we've had, yes. <laughs> Anytime you need to go back to Airpike, friend. <laughs> Just say the word. Nah, I want to catch this fucker. Good man, good man. Yo, good one. Punch him in the arm. Your fist hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Shake it out a little. All right, we go back to the nice elf lady, if she's still working. She is, actually. And the bar is actually a lot quieter. Normally bars would get busier at night, but since this is so close to the air docks, oh, most of their customers are like people coming to and from work. So by the time the evening comes, people just don't make their way up here. I sit down at the bar. I join her. I mean, it is still far from dead quiet because they still have their guests and stuff, but it's not the busy coming and going yeah. that you saw earlier. It's not packed. Yeah. Whiskey. And she quickly just pours out a glass, pushes it over. Can I smell it? Yep. <sighs> Want some water? Or some tonic? I love a tonic water with nothing in it but tonic water. Can't drink? Pregnant. I got you. And she takes out like a, uh, a martini glass, salts the rim, some tonic water and, and a bit of lime in it and pushes it over. Thank you. Renal just goes for a classic, a large glass of mead. Mm. Well, to the shitty day, folks. Tell you, hold up a glass. Probably to another one tomorrow. No luck uh, finding your associate? No. You don't happen to see many people wearing leather armbands with the number 42 on them, do you? She thinks about it for a moment. Maybe? Well, if you do, stay away from them. Kick them out of your bar. They're no good. Talia, sitting at the bar, you hear something. A person coming up behind you. Like, there's lots of people moving around. What marks... This one, though, is the step hiss clunk. Talia very visibly, like, straightens. And her eyes have gone wide. She turns around. Just as you begin to turn around, the Iron Horseman sits down at the stool right next to you. And he just smiles at the bartender. I'll have a glass of your finest red. Tally's like staring at him a little wide-eyed and like leaning away slightly. Celine's also staring because Tally is staring. You. He looks over and his one mechanical eye whirs in its socket. Me. He smiles a bit. Who's your friend? Celine Renal, may I introduce you to the Iron Horseman, one of the bounty hunters for the Twelve. Uh, 
Can't you bid fair from home? On the contrary, Breakpeak is my home. Far less confining than the cities to the north. Talia takes another sip of her whiskey. If you're planning on bringing us in, I would like you to know I have had a very fucking bad day. And we would love someone to take that out on. <laughs> no. Yes, we would. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not here to take you in. Smout. What are you here for? I am here because you ran into my security and triggered all sorts of alarms all throughout the city. What? Celine tries to add a little smile like, yeah, we do that. <laughs> well, we are rather infamous, aren't we? We were going into saloons and taverns. We didn't go into any securities. Our reputation seems to precede us. You went into establishments that I pay very well to keep me informed. So you're the reason I can't find him. Unfortunately, it seems so, as the people I hire are very good at their jobs. I say night speak under my breath. Can we kill him? Not yet. Please. I really want to kill somebody. So why are you here then? To rub it in our face? Yeah, why are you here? To make a deal what? We do have a deal. You take care of the bounty you came for, and you leave. We little fucking hard to do that. When the bounty is my brother. What? Brown. We're talking about the same person, right? Leroy Brown. Baddest guy in the old damn town. Allow me to introduce myself. Hawthorne Brown. Does he look like Brown? Like, now that I'm looking for it? Now that you're looking for it, there's, like, maybe some resemblance in, like, the jawline. Please tell me he's a little better looking than Brown. A lot. There's also a lot of... <laughs> a like, lot? No, he, there, he's also much more sunbeaten uh, and doesn't have, a, like, a, a, a skin regimen at all. So his skin is a lot more leathery and scarred and, you know, whatever happened to that he needed such uh, heavy prosthetics. It's hard to tell. He just smiles at your dumbfounded expressions. Now, about my brother. Talia narrows her eyes. Now, you are quite lucky that my security was in place because going around and being as obvious as you were if they had started talking, Leroy would have gotten wind of it fairly quickly and absconded further south. Lucky us. Well, Hawthorne, we're not exactly subtle. Usually- What a cool name. God damn it, Hawthorne's a cool name. I don't say this. <laughs> Hawthorne's a cool name. You don't deserve it. Usually, money or threats work just fine. I said that money talking was the district silly way. I'm sure in District 1 you've come to realize that having a reputation can go a long way. We do have a reputation in District 1. And I have a reputation here. So what do you want? To put it bluntly, 
I want you to kill my brother. What? what? This is like the second time this man has said something that has caused me to say what? Yeah, he just caught you completely <laughs> yeah, off guard. Yeah, way off guard. Um, wait, 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 wait. You, you want us to kill Leroy Brown. We want us to kill Leroy Brown. I thought you said he was your brother. Yes. Why don't... Okay. Bad blood, then? (sighs) My dear little brother has been a thorn in my side since we were children. I came to this district to get away from him. And now he comes begging for help at my doorstep. Leeching away my hard-earned money. Hard-earned, eh? And in his attempts to do business of his own, is disrupting mine. So, you want us to just kill him? Yes. Get over the cow. Let me get this straight. Are you offering to help us find him? Your brother, so we can kill him. I know exactly where he is. Right now? It's likely at one of three establishments that I own. Put two cards, nine of wands inverted, which means struggling to keep working towards a goal and being very frustrated with the setbacks. And death means change. Tally gets a nasty expression on her face. You're part of the Venasi. <laughs> Uh, No. No. Didn't Brown grow up in the Vanasi? Our father was um, very much into the Vanasi and their preserving of the natural order. I grew up with it, certainly, but it never appealed to me. The natural order seemed boring. Boring. That was your problem, was it? Not that it was genocidal. Not that they were murdering people. Not that they were destructive as all hail. Such unrefined work. You're not doing yourself any favors, dude. (laughs) God, this guy's a slime. Also, after my accident... Did you cut yourself shaving? Bit more than that, as he motions with his mechanical arm... I was deemed very little use. Can't say I'm surprised. What if we say no? What if we don't want your help? Then I leave from here, sending a signal for my men to tell Leroy that you're here. Why? So that you'll have no option but to chase him. I took a sailed card. Three of cups. Creative collaboration. I understand that you don't like me. Think so? You did capture me in the desert for a hot minute. And you are a bounty hunter of some people that have been a lot of fucking problems for us. And now I'm finding out you're the brother of the man that murdered my family. 
certainly a lot stacked against me. Just a little bit. But I also have the information you need, something you want. And I'm to believe the only thing you want out of this is for us to leave afterwards. Yes, that is still exactly what I want. And of course, for this leech to be excised. I cast Stone of Truth. He fails. That is an unpleasant spell. It's quite useful, actually. Keeps us safe. That's seriously all you want, is us just to leave and for us to kill Bran. And in a complete sentence, please. I don't think you understand how Brown is affecting my enterprises down here. I run in several circles of high society. Leroy knows this and has been using my connections to sell cheap, mass-produced goods to people who enjoy the finer things. Soiling my name. I take my name very seriously. Why don't you just kill him? I don't you tell you. That's a good question. Why don't you just kill him yourself if you want him dead so badly? Why make us do it? It's a very sour look on his face. I promised our mother I wouldn't. (laughs) All three of us try not to laugh. That's very sweet of you. Talia switches to night speak and looks at Selene. What do we do? I don't trust this guy as far as I can throw him, but... I don't either, but I do trust that he'll tip Brown off if we don't. Yeah. I want this done so bad. I don't like the idea of working with someone as sleazy as this either. But I don't know if we have a choice. Death and the Slay of Cups. We will take you up on your offer. On one condition. Under the influence of this spell, swear to me on your mother's grave that all you want from us is to kill Leroy Brown and leave. Puts his hand up. I could not do that precisely because my mother is still alive. You know, just tell us, just, just, just. uh, I swear the only thing I want from you is to do what I swore I would not. And that is all I want from you. Awesome. Do you know what I am? If my brother is to be believed, A fairy of some kind. Do you know what fairies are known for? Stealing children. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good start. What else? Dancing. We are known for making deals. And we are known for getting more out of those deals than the person that we dealt with seems to think. What she's saying is we need very specific promise. I don't like the way you worded that. How would you like me to word it then? Tell me exactly what you want from us. Exactly what I want from you. What exactly I want from you is tomorrow, around noon, to be down on Main Street, near the Blue Beach Resort. Do we have ideas? You probably passed by it. Yeah, yeah, so like, a bunch of like billboards for it, like exit here for <laughs> fun in the sun. Brown will be there, and I want you to put a bullet in his head. And then I want you to leave. 
look at Celine and Renal. Celine gives a slight nod. Deal. Excellent. He holds up his glass and takes a drink. Well, I look forward to our collaboration. She doesn't say anything. Yeah, you're also under zone of truth, so you can't be like me too. <laughs> yeah, really. I look forward to it being over. I look forward to going home. Does he just hang around or does he leave? <laughs> he is perfectly content sitting there with his glass of wine. Okay, I down the rest of my whiskey and then like go let out, yeah. out everybody out. <laughs> It's going to be awkward just sitting there with each other. Oh, I will. No, you will not. Oh, I so will. No, you're going oh, to so, grab I will. Her. I would. I would. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're going to try to intimidate me? No, no, no. I will no, sit no, no, here. No, no, I will sit out. here all damn night. Watch. I don't have to threaten you with what will happen to you personally if you have somehow resisted my spell and are lying to us in some way. I trust you're smart enough to not need it. You don't need to threaten me. There isn't a threat you could make. Talia grabs Celine <laughs> and pulls her out the door. We're not. That sounds like a challenge. No, 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 no. What's the biggest spider you've no, ever no, seen? No, 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 no. Probably the one I built. Okay, let's just... Nice nod, like it. Let's out, everybody out. See you tomorrow, awesome. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Wild West, presented by Let's Be Legendary Podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to leave us a rating and a review, or maybe send a tweet about today's episode. Every little bit helps. Speaking of social media, you can find the links to all of ours at letsbelegendarypodcast.com or in the show notes. If you're into community, we've built up a pretty awesome one on Discord. You can find a link to that too in the show notes and on our website. If you want to go a step further, consider supporting us on Patreon. All episodes get posted there early, as well as extra series to follow, like Bonus Round and The Shadow of Ravenloft. Link is also in the show notes and website. Talia Argent Grey is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent Grey is played by Megzi Sass Council. The Queen of Night and Magic is Jess Richards, and our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Audio producer and writer is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Lead writer, editor, and audio producer is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Assistant audio mixer, social media, and community manager is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And executive producer, creative director, audio mixer, social media, and community manager is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects can be found in the show notes. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit S. Brar and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks for listening, and stay legendary.